The consummate vampire story in history is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Not only has that book spawned numerous movies, but the character himself has become synonymous with vampires. Join us now as we sink our teeth into two films that are pulled directly from this book, Bram Stoker's Dracula and The Last Voyage of the Demeter, on this Draculicious edition of Shriek, Shriek Previews! Previews. Dan, I thought we would start with a little experiment to see how many vampire movies, horror movies, we could list. We've covered a handful of them here on the podcast. We covered Daybreakers, Interview with a Vampire, Renfield, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of other ones out there. Blade, well, the Blade trilogy for that matter. Mm. Morbius, we did Morbius. Morbius, uh, we did Morbius, that's right. We, Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. There's um, there's Nosferatu. Uh -huh. There's... The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys, which we covered. Mm. There's... Oh, what's the word? I'm, I'm, Life Force. Life about Force, the space, that's the one. Yes, space Toby Hooper. Yeah, Toby Hooper. That's the one I was trying to think of. I'm like, the space vampires, uh -huh. what is that? So... And I'm sure if we spent more time, we could come up with a lot more vampire movies. Uh -huh. Vampire in Brooklyn. D Dracula 2000. Yeah. Blackula. Yeah. yeah. The list just goes the on and on. The list goes on and on. But it all really comes back to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh -huh. Not the very first horror f book ever written, horror story ever written. I think Mary Shelley's Frankenstein actually predated this. But obviously, one of the seminal masterpieces, one of the foundational pieces in the horror genre. So today, we are going to talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm -hmm. and then the Last Voyage of the Demeter, which is a just a segment yeah. from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, and it's even that the Demeter is even it, well, it is in the movie. Yeah, but um, and and shit goes down in the, in the movie, but they don't tell you all the details. And this takes a microscope and tells you what happened on that ship. Right, exactly, yeah. So, uh, listeners, if you have not yet watched Bram Stoker's Dracula or The Last Voyage of the Demeter, turn off this podcast, go watch those movies, and then come back and listen to Dan and I elucidate, narrate, review, talk about these movies. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's not much more to be said. Dan, why don't you tell us a bit about Bram Stoker's Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula, released in 1992, directed and produced by Francis Ford Coppola. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's crazy. So to quote Sofia Petrillo, picture it, Romania, 1462. Vlad Dracul goes off to war to battle the Ottoman Empire, and when he comes back, he discovers his wife, Elizabeth Elizabetta or Elizabeta, I think. Yeah. Uh, 
to have committed suicide due to a trick uh, that was um, done by by his enemies, and she thinks he 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 died. Uh, with her soul condemned to hell for taking her life, he becomes enraged and does a fuckery of the chapel and renounces God. He vows to avenge Elizabeth, and he drives a big-ass sword and impales it into a stone cross uh, that causes it to pour out blood. He, he, drinks, he ends up drinking that blood and becomes a vampire. He becomes a, a, a vampiro. That's Spanish for vampire. How do you say vampire in Romanian? You got it. That's right. Strigoi. Anyway. Yes, that's it. That's totally what I was going to say. So, um, fast forward to 1997. Uh, we meet uh, Jonathan Harker, who's played by Keanu Reeves, and he is given the task of dealing with a client, Count Dracula, the Transylvanian Count, not the other one. Right. Renfield, he's uh, Dracula's solicitor, and before he went mad... He and is Renfield known, is played by Tom Waits. Tom Waits, who was in, uh, what's it, The Dead Don't the Die. The Dead Don't Die, yeah. Now he's an inmate and in, at an insane asylum. Harper, Harker goes to see Dracula at his castle to seal the deal on a real estate deal in London. They meet, and, uh, and he's a total weirdo. Dracula finds a picture of, of his uh, fiancée, who bears a, quite a resemblance to Elizabeth. Drax leaves for London, leaving Harker with his girls. But... And he's traveling with all this dirt from his castle. He heads to Carfax Abbey. Once in London, uh, Drax goes and manages to bite Lucy, Mia's friend, as a, a badass-looking wolf. And he's terrific. I love this scene because you see him and he turns to look and it's like his face. But I it looks it looked, like a wolf. Huh? looks like a wolf, but the face I thought looked like a bat. It, I I don't know. It, 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 it looked whatever it was. It was cool. Very it was great. feral-looking. Yes. He starts changing, and Dr. Seward, uh, former boyfriend of, of uh, Lucy and two other ex-boyfriend or suitors, summon Doc Helsing to assist uh, in curing her. He quickly prescribes uh, an enema. No, I'm kidding. He <laughs> proclaims her to be the victim of vampirism. Or a victim of vampire, I should say. Of a vampire. So Dracula follows and stalks Mia in London and seduces her, which Mia comes to fall for uh, Count Dracula. Meanwhile, Harker manages to escape by jumping into a river from the castle. She tells the Count that she is done with him and leaving for Romania to marry Harker. Count Dracula, out of anger, turns Lucy into a vampire after attacking uh, Quincy and Homewood. Those are the two dudes, that the, the suitors. Mm -hmm. The next night, they catch Lucy returning to her coffin after nabbing a child to feast upon, and she is beheaded. Van Helsing, Harker, and others head to Carfax Abbey, to see what they could get for their used car. No, I'm kidding. They go to seek out uh, and destroy the Count. Meanwhile, Drax goes to the mental asylum to dispatch Renfield for telling Mia of his presence and his intentions, and then goes to see Mia and starts to transfer, uh, transform her as well by biting her. The group of dudes catch up to him, but he escapes. They, they learn that Drax is headed back and follows him to, to the... Uh, they hit him off at Borgo Pass. I hate yeah. that cliche. But anyway, uh, meanwhile, Hannibal Lecter, I mean Van Helsing, and Mia go to the castle and battle the brides, the girlfriends of Count Dracula, mm -hmm. which he ends up killing while Mia continues to transform. As Dracula arrives at his castle, the dudes are chasing and battling his men, and Drax bursts out of his, uh, his coffin as the sun is setting, and he regains his power and kicks some ass. But Harker ends up sli slitting his throat, and he gets stabbed in the, in, the, in the heart. 
Mina goes to defend the Count, and they both retreat into the castle. Dracula lies dying by Mia's side. She kisses, and he turns into a younger version of himself. He asks her to give him a, a piece, which she does by driving the dagger further into his heart. And not only does he have a castle, but now he owns a farm as well. And she ends up decapitating him, and that's the end. You mean he bought a farm? He bought the farm. He, he, he owns, owns a farm. farm now. <sighs> okay. <laughs> You're a terrible so, person. <laughs> I, you know, that, I, am I any worse than the Count? No. Uh, no. You're M taking maybe. too long to answer. <laughs> so what did you think? I thought this movie had a stellar cast and an awful film. Really? Yeah, I mean, Gary Oldman as Dracula, fantastic. Fantastic, I love him. Winona Ryder as Mina Harker. Keanu Reeves as Jonathan Harker was, I think, the weakest part of the cast. Yeah, he's you know. not a... I don't never thought of him as a great actor. I love to see him, don't get me wrong. I love John Wick and... Uh, I love speed, but yeah, this was not the right film for him. No, he he, he didn't have the proper accent Anything. or dynamic. Yes. Yeah, he was weak. He was weak. Um, but I think anybody could have played him, and he was yeah. kind of relatively new at that. True. Point. Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing, fantastic. Yes. Carrie Elwes as Homewood, or, yes. or Arthur Homewood. Is that Quincy? Uh, no, Quincy. No, was it Quincy? Was he the American? Was that? I think Quincy was, was the cowboy guy. Yeah, that was the American. I think that wasn't Carrie. That, that wasn't was, Carrie. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm confused. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, just so many excellent actors in this. But I thought some of the film itself was very, the pace was very slow. Some of the effects were very cheesy. Like there's one scene where Dracula, like, like stands up from laying down just in, in he's straight, but his yeah. gown looked like it had flashing lights on it. The the, the gold one, the gold robe, yeah. and and that's when the point where he's setting off to tra to London, and they're right. preparing his uh, the crates with the dirt. Yeah, and suddenly he just stands straight up, which I don't understand what that was about. Right, but like I said, it looked like he's like around his collar there were flashing lights. I think there were like stones that flashed. Oh, maybe. But I love that robe. I love that the 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 different outfits that he wore in this. As Dracula were great, I thought. Yeah, I mean, like, very stylish. Yeah, very stylish. Like well, Dracula is a very stylish yeah, man. Yeah, Gary Oldman did a great job. Uh, one thing that I did like was the scenes were like when Jonathan Harker is at Castle Dracul and uh, like Dracula's shadow is doing different things from, yes. from the character itself. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, there were some good effects. Yeah. I don't, I, I, what, uh, what other cheesy effects did, or what other effects did you find cheesy? I should say. I thought the, like where when Dracula was, uh, when Jonathan Harker looks out the window and he sees Dracula like climbing oh. along the wall, uh -huh. it just looked. I thought that was great. I thought it was creepy. You know, I thought that when he, well, there there were some things like about this movie that had like subtle humor. You know, I thought when when they were driving, when he was um, taken being taken to Dracula's castle, and he looks out the the side, and he's like right on the edge. Mm -hmm. I thought that was like their attempt at humor, because he like suddenly you know oh. takes a step back. I'm like that that's ridiculous. I I thought that was like trying to be funny. Yeah. Um. 
I thought Van Helsing, they wrote him very, with a lot of humor tones, subtle tones. Sure. Like when he's like, when Lucy dies and, and he tells, uh, uh, I think he tells, um, the, the doctor, the, the mm -hmm. one of the suitors, he's like, I just want to stab her in the heart and decapitate her. And he kind of like walks away. I thought that was kind of like, sure. I thought they were trying to be, write him as at least like a little bit of a comedy relief. Mm. Um, like I said, I, the movie just dragged for me. I felt, well, I thought that it had its ups and downs. There were times when it was slow and there were times when it would pick up and then there were times when it didn't make sense to me. Um, I thought the, the cinematography was great. The effects were good. Uh, I, I, I felt like it looks like Harker had black hair and then it turns white and then it starts turning black again. Did you notice that? Uh, Jonathan or Mina Harker, the uh, they're both Jonathan was, the, was the Keanu Ken Reeves, yeah, and Mina Harker was his his wife. That was uh, okay. Um, oh, with Jonathan, yeah, that's Jonathan. right. Yeah. Okay, Keanu. I thought that was just his fiance, but then they get married in the yeah, movie. Yeah, then that. they get married. Yes, but I remember his hair turned white, or and yeah, and then and then it like looked like it was turning dark yeah, again. Maybe maybe his hair turned white from the 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 vampire brides draining him. Maybe, but then. It didn't seem like he his hair wasn't white till later after the castle. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I you know it's um, it was okay. It was good. I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't a traditional horror movie. It was a love story, really. It was a love story. Like you said, a stellar cast and a stellar director. I mean, with Francis Ford Coppola. But as I've said before. For me, in a horror movie, the capital sin that you could commit is to bore me, and I was bored at this movie. Mm, that's too bad. I didn't feel. I didn't feel. I was. There were times when it was a little slow, like I said. But it, overall, I thought it was a good film. I thought it was a good film, and I remember this was a big deal when it came out. Mm -hmm. People were flocking to see this. Yeah. Well, because I think because of the cast, you know, because it had such a stellar cast. So. I thought the monsters were cool. Dracula as a wolf. Yeah. Dracula is a vampire turning into all these mice running away. Yeah. Renfield was a great creep. Yeah. And like I said, I can't say enough about Gary Oldman. I don't think I've ever seen him in a role I didn't like him in. He's just such an excellent actor. Yes, he is. And he can take on and this any film, role. This film made him. I, th I don't remember. No, actually, was he in JFK before this? Or was that after? This I was think 92. JFK was after. So this, I think this was his breakthrough. Wait, this was 92? This was 92. Then JFK was before. When was JFK? JFK, I want to say, was maybe 90? Because I remember doing a report in high school about it. About the movie? About the movie JFK. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, 1991 was JFK. So a year before this. So around that time, yeah. uh, he, his star was climbing. Yeah. And so. what a great movie. I thought it was a great... I, okay, maybe the movie. I loved it. Okay. But, uh, but his, his portrayal of Count Dracula was excellent. Yes. Yeah, like I said, he, he, he was the best part of this movie. Mm. So I'm thinking you probably gave this a five. I gave it a four. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the and the only reason it got the four was because of the stellar cast and the the whole thing with like the shadows acting independently and stuff like that. I'm gonna say you gave this one a seven. Yes, yes, I did. 
yeah, it was, uh, I thought it was okay. It was good to watch. I wasn't bored. Like you said, it was like, well, it was, I don't think the whole movie was slow paced. I don't mm. think it was totally, but, uh, there was some action, but, uh, but at times, yeah, there were times when they would just slow it down and pick it up again, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So that is the original Bram Stoker's Dracula. Before we continue, we want to talk about our Patreon. We have a Patreon, like I just mentioned, at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash shriek previews. And for just $4 a month, listeners, you can become patrons of the podcast and help support us, help offset our costs for podcast hosting and streaming services and movie tickets and all that stuff. But if you're not in a position to support us financially, there are other ways you can support the podcast. You can leave a five-star review at your favorite podcast directory. You can uh, tell a friend or a loved one or a coworker, somebody you know that likes horror movies, about the podcast here. You could even take a link to this episode from our website and put it on your favorite podcast platform. And all of these are ways that you can spread awareness and support the podcast. So with that out of the way, I guess it's time for me to talk about The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Uh, this movie was, just came out, so 2023. This was directed by Andre Irvidal. Budget of $45 million. And... This movie is all about the segment of Bram Stoker's Dracula that just when Dracula is crossing the ocean to the New World. Mm -hmm. And it says, you know, from the, well, from, the pages from of the From Romania log. to London. Yeah. Is that considered the, the, new, the New World? I thought the New World was like when they come over to America. Oh, fair enough. Dracula is coming, going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Where was I? But yeah, so this is adapted just from the 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 captain's log from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm -hmm. So the film begins with a derelict ship drifting into a harbor in England and the captain's log warns of dire happenings aboard the Demeter. Then it flashes back to 4 weeks previous when boxes with a dragon symbol are being transported and loaded into the onto the Demeter as it prepares to set sail. But then down in the cargo hold, something inside a box seems to open it up, very ominously. The crew finds a young girl who is very sick, ostensibly a stowaway. They give her a blood transfusion to help her fight infection. But then we see something that looks a lot like a vampire climb out of a box. Uh -huh. And I don't mean vampire like, blah, blah, you know, the count or whatever. We're talking about like bat-like. Full-on fucking monstrous, yeah. Sam. Uh, very looked very similar to the vampire in Midnight Mass. Yes, winged and everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then they find that the livestock that they had on board for food and the dog had been mangled and killed. And then we start to see the crew being attacked by the vampire one by one. Each night, basically, after the sun goes down, a crew member disappears. Then I'm, I'm kind of surprised there's a, one of the crew members, there's a kid on board, and I was really surprised they showed the kid get drained by the vampire because there's kind of an unwritten rule in Hollywood that you don't directly show violence against kids. Mm -hmm. You can imply it, definitely, but I can't recall the last movie I've seen where we saw a kid, we, we got to see a kid be killed. Mm -hmm. 
So that really shocked me. Then we see this guy, uh, Algorin, who had been attacked and turned, and he burns in the sunlight because they've got him, ca they captured him and they tied him to the mast outside. And when the sun comes off, he's like, it burns, it burns. Then he just and bursts into flames. Yep. So now the crew that remains concocts a plan to trap the vampire and then sink the ship with the vampire unable to escape. The girl and the doctor pin the vampire under a mast and then they jump into the water. And the ship crashes through the breakers into the harbor. But the girl knows she's going to turn, so she lets the sun burn her up. The doctor makes it to London and believes the vampire is still alive and vows to hunt it and send it back to hell. And we actually get a final view of uh, the the cane that they found in one of the box. Yes. And it taps on the floor the same thing that they had tapped, like, a signal on the ship. Yes, and the, we the, see, the, the beams and to hear yeah. up the, yeah. And we see just, like, a silhouette of the face, and it's definitely not completely human. Mm -hmm. And the movie ends. I loved it. I thought the suspense was great, the cast was great, the, the pacing was good. Uh, great replica of that style of ship. They, I heard they recreated or they built a ship to make to you know be a, a authentic looking. Uh huh. They, I don't know if they built it from scratch, but this it was great. Um, awesome portrayal of that era. Yeah. Especially when they arrive at London. Uh, just great cast. I, uh, Corey Hawkins is Clemens. Mm. I've seen him before, but I don't know when, wh which one. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure either. Um, Liam well, Cunningham is Captain Elliot. He was fantastic. Love um, the captain. Yeah, I and, love him as uh, he was in Game of Thrones and he's been in other stuff. And he was really, I mean, he was perfect casting for that. And I also liked uh, David Dasmalchian as Wojciech. He mm. was in Boogeyman. He was, he in was at the, the, Boogeyman. the guy that comes for help with the doctor. Yeah. But I, I've seen him in other... And I really didn't care for him in that movie, but in this movie, he was awesome. Yes. Uh, just what did you think about it? I liked the overall tone of the movie. I think the scenes of the vampire kind of huddled in the dark were very ominous. Uh, the pace was a little slow at times. For you, really? For me, yes. But... Um, and we mentioned, you know, the casting of Liam Cunningham. He He was so great in this movie. Now, as I was watching this movie, I realized that this movie is just kind of like an old-timey version of Alien. Yeah. You know, this they're on this ship out in the middle of nowhere. It's, uh -huh. In this case, it's the ocean, not outer space, but mm -hmm. they're being hunted and picked off by some entity. Something some on the ship that, yeah. Now, granted, Dracula predates Alien by a very long time, mm -hmm. but it, I just I noticed similarities. This movie was pretty much exactly what I expected it to be, based on the trailer and what I know of, you know, the that part of the book of Dracula and whatever. I'm not going to say this was a cinematic masterpiece, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yes. Uh, the the vampire makeup and visual effects were spot on. The the set, as you said, you know, the ship and stuff was was great. I can see very little wrong about this movie, but like I said, I didn't feel that this was a great movie. I didn't think that it it was um, it brought anything particularly new to the genre. Mm -hmm. 
but but what can you bring to that genre that hasn't been done they we've got space vampires we've had space our uh, superhero vampires you know what else can you do other than go back sure right now i get yeah. it and i thought it was done well i thought it was uh you know i i'd like to see the like this one and and bram stoker's dracula how they take you back maybe a hundred years back mm -hmm. you know well you know it's interesting too because i've mentioned before but we've never covered it many years ago there was a mini series on netflix dracula and it was three episodes and each episode each episode was basically a feature film there was like an like an hour and a half was this foreign i remember no. seeing that no no and the first movie or the first episode was basically bram stoker's dracula the second episode was basically the last voyage of the the demeter it was him on a ship and and such and then the third one was actually like modern day times and dracula in modern day times maybe we should review this it, it was it was done very well so maybe we should we should touch on that yeah and do a do a review of that so i'm going to say you gave this movie an eight i gave it a nine a nine okay I really enjoyed it. I loved the 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 air that that style and era and you know it's like a like a period piece to me I guess but sure. I I just really enjoyed it. I um I wasn't sure how I felt about the uh a black doctor in that era but when he told a story about how he was, you know, he had a struggle to, you know, become a doctor and not many not you know all the colleges would reject him. I uh, I really, I you know I really liked that the yeah. way they they that he was like an underdog yeah, and 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 also on the the meter you know he was just uh, he was especially when they found out he was a doctor you know they 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 let him on board right and how he got his part his place on the ship it was because another guy freaked out because of the the dragon symbol on the crates and the stuff half. and so yeah. I love that scene when uh, when he lets go of the rope and almost kills a kid. Yeah, and then the the doctor swoops in and saves the kid, and that's how he gains the attention of the captain. So I'm willing to guess that you gave this a six, seven. Okay. So, like you said, it's it's a fine movie, definitely worth a watch. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think it was like a great movie. I don't think there's anything about this movie that should win awards or anything like that. Maybe but not. It, but it's definitely worth watching. But okay, but in the you know, in the level of horror movies, I think this one stands out. I think it's it's better than your typical kids on vacation meet a slasher. Well, sure. You know, girl gets possessed, you know, I you know, it's um once in a while we're going to have a vampire flick. Sure. And it's I thought it was a good good a good uh representation. Yeah. Here I I think for me part of it is I couldn't see myself watching this movie again. Wow. Oh, man, I would love to have this in my collection. Okay. Well, that's mm. perfectly fine, you know. And that's the great thing about this podcast and us working together. Sometimes we are right there in agreement. Yes. And other times we are worlds apart, Suspiria. <laughs> uh, and then this one, I mean, we both agree it was a fine movie. You just happened to like it significantly better than I did. Mm. But... That's perfectly okay. So you gave this one a nine. I gave it a seven. And then Dracula, 
I gave it a four and you gave it a, I don't remember. I forgot what I gave. I think I gave it a seven. A seven? That sounds I, about right. I think I gave it a seven. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so, uh, so there you go, fans. We have very different opinions about both of these movies. But the one thing we agree on uh, definitely is that as a horror fan or a vampire fan, you should definitely see The Last Voyage of the Demeter at least one time. Yes. Well, that uh, wraps up that part of things. There was a, you know, the fact that Bram Stoker's Dracula is all about a foreign vampire and whatever like that. I saw a trailer that I thought, I, I think this is an American film, but it's about an Indian family. Not Native American, but from India, whatever. Oh, so, I think I may have come across this. So uh, we are going to take a look at the trailer for the movie It Lives Inside, which is from the producers of Get Out. And uh, we'll take a look at it too. So I will put a link to this in the show notes. And listeners, you can watch this trailer yourself, and we will come back here in just a minute to discuss it. So, Dan, what'd you think? I'm curious to see it, only because of the Indian theme. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, I guess this was a winner of the South, uh, 2023 South by Southwest. Have you heard of that? South by Southwest? Yes, I've heard of it. Is it horror movies, or what it, is it's It's... Um, it's movie tends to be movies, but it's not indie movies and stuff like that. Not just horror. Okay, I guess it was the winner of the Midnight Audience Award. Uh, it looks like a typical entity movie from what I see, and the trailer I feel is just a bunch of scenes kind of thrown together. It doesn't really give you much. Yeah. Um, except there's this girl with a jar that she carries around some entity or some kind of force in there. Don't really see anything that sticks out. Really. Sure. What about you? I mean, it's. I'm not fully sure what this movie is about. Obviously, some sort of entity or whatever. Um, if this is some sort of like uh, folklore from India, I'm interested to find out more about that. Me too. Just seeing this trailer, I could see us pairing this with The Possession, which is about uh, a Jewish folklore. With the mm. Dybbuk box and stuff like that. Uh, I'm seeing a, a match there. But it looks like it's trying to rely heavily on tone and not as much on, hey, look at this cool creature. Mm. So I'm hoping that – I'm hoping the movie is as good as the trailer makes it look because I think this – from what we see in the trailer, I think this could be a legitimately scary movie if done well. Yes, but the trailer doesn't impress me. I'm gonna throw that out. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but is does the trailer is the trailer enough to make you want to see it? No, no. Okay. No. But because it's um, you know, like I said, because it's a different culture, I do want to see what it you know, give it a chance and see what it's about. Okay. Because I've been, we've been surprised. Right. Exactly. You know, we've seen some movies that we didn't think were gonna be great and turned out to be magnificent. Mm -hmm. We've seen movies that the trailer looked super slick. And then ended up being kind of a snoozer. Yeah. And when does so, this come out? It just said coming soon. Okay. So I'm not sure, but it's a it's a fairly new trailer. Uh, the trailer hit back in June. So this movie will probably be coming out 
my guess is this this so winter. I, I just looked it up on Google. It says release date September twenty second. Okay. Of this year. Yeah. Okay. Directed by Bishal Dutta. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to see what happens on that. So, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed our reviews here and. Uh, you will continue to tune in like so many of our listeners we see week after week and our international listenership is growing as well. So we thank you for that. Reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash shriek previews or on Instagram at shriek previews podcast, or you can email us at shriek previews at gmail.com. We appreciate all of our listeners and we will talk at you next week.